to Connell Tribune, Thursday the 12th of July 2018. Could have been out marching at Ross Nowla, but I'd write this little article. Ballyliffin golfing heaven. Well, what a weekend that was. The sun was shining and the Dubai duty-free Irish Open made its way to Inishon to our very own Augusta to showcase a Donegal Lynx course which could sit with the best on the European Tour. A magnificent piece of natural scenery which was carved into a splendid Lynx golf course and reflected its natural habitat in the peninsula on the northwest coast. More north than the north, only a dozen miles or so from Scotland, Ballyliffin follows Port Stewart and Port Roush as host to the Open and heading to La Hinge next year. The influence of the Dubai sponsors is significant with an Irishman on his helm and Rory's contribution has led to the Open being held invariably in Lynx courses and of course becoming part of the Rolex series with prize money of almost 7 million euros. And now the timing is perfect, just two weeks before the Open at Carnoustie, we've become one of the major events on the European Tour. The successful staging of this year's event should probably see the Tour returning in the near future to Rosapena. Sandy Hills course without doubt would be a perfect host for an Irish Open. Donegal's a mega golf from Glashidi in the old course at Ballyliffin to Sandy Hills in the old Tom Morris design course at Rosapena. Dunfanaghy to Merva, Port Nou to Bundorn, Northwest to Guidor, Port Sound to Otway, Greencastle, Lynx Golf at its best and Parkland at Barnhill, Bala Buffet and Clohanili. We're spoiled for choice with more golf courses in the county than some countries have a golfing legacy built over a century. The Irish Open was first played back in 1927 at Port Marnock, but it was a long way off the major tournament it is today. The first ever winner, George Duncan, lifted the gold medal and the princely sum of £150. World War II put the open in cotton wool until hostilities ceased. Then Fred Daly became the first Irish winner in 46, followed by Harry Bradshaw in 47 at Port Rush. From 1950 until 75, the open was only held once at Beaver Park. Port Marnock, until the modern era, was the spiritual home of the open, having been held there on 18 occasions, with another 17 courses having the privilege of hosts in the Open over the years. Royal Dublin 6, Royal County Down 4, Port Rush 4, Killarney 4, Druids Glen 4, Mount Juliet 3, Foda Island 3, Carton House 3, Beltray and County Louth 2, Adair Manor 2, Beaver Park 2, Cork Golf Club 1, Woodbrook 1, Malone 1, Bally Bunyan 1. With the K Club hosting it in 2016, 10 years after the host and the greatest sporting event ever held, held in Ireland, the Ryder Cup of 06. In Port Stewart last year when John Ram announced his presence to the world stage with a devastating display of golf around the North Derry links. For a considerable period of time the Irish Open was struggling to preserve its place in the European Tour, but in recent years with Dubai duty free coming on board and the Trojan efforts of Colin McLaughlin, CEO, and Rory, it has developed into one of the major events in the Tour. For the Irish players, it's like a fifth major, and the winning of it is one of their main targets every year. John Ram, of course, will be defending his title, and his performances since then have shown that it was definitely no fluke 
as he burned up the links at Port Stewart. The Irish challenge was led by Rory as he tries to find some consistency in his game coming up to the Open at Carnoustie and the Ryder Cup in France in September. While there's massive local support for the Irish players, there's also the added pressure of trying to win your own Open, which on most occasions proves too much to handle and finds many of the players not even making the cut. Ballyleffin was a great challenge for all the 156 golfers who attempted to tame the links last weekend. Par 72 and almost 7,500 yards. It's a serious challenge for any professional golfer. Never mind your average handicap hacker who just wants to break 90. I always find it funny when the Sky commentators are amazed at the boy setting a low trajectory shot which bounds along narrow fairways, reconnoitering slopes and hidden bunkers and arrives at undulating greens in some stand. How did he do that? Not realising the boys have been playing links since they were knee high a grasshopper. This is real golf, not the target golf we see every weekend on Sky from the US. Smack a drive 300 yards and a wedge to the green to invariably leave a birdie putt and the winner picks up the $1 million check and trophy on minus 20. The next few weeks will show Lynx golf at his best and toughest. Ballyleffin, the Scottish Open and the Incarnoustie. We headed off to the hills and arrived in Dunfanny in the evening. My first time in a course since Ross's Point last November. Eight months of hell recuperating from serious health issues. Ballyleffin played out over the weekend and Carnoustie beckons. Always remembered for the tragic collapse in the 18th by Jan van der Velde in 99 as he attempted to play a shot out of the Barry Burn. Common sense prevailed but he ended up in the playoff and lost to Paul Laurie. It was heartbreaking to watch. We arrived in Ballyleffin around lunchtime Friday and the weather was amazing. Sort of Costa del Inishon, temperatures in the 30s and more makeup and heels around the hospitality area than at Voodoo on a Saturday night for Ladies Day at the Galway races. The pictures from Sky Sports were flashed upon the big screens and what an advertisement for Donegal. Been beamed out to 500 million viewers worldwide. Falcher Ireland couldn't buy that kind of publicity. It was a sensational backdrop to the Gulf. Magnificent views of the Donegal hills and beaches to die for. The incredibly funny thing for all local golfers who have played Ballyshidi over the years is that there's usually a gale blowing and invariably pouring out of the heavens. But it's a magnificent vista, a golf course in our mists, which could rank with the best in the world, and a Lynx course to boot. Our trademark is a golf destination. When you think of golf in Donegal, you think links. Bally Leffin definitely put his best foot forward in handling the open, and indeed any showing looked resplendent as we drove down through Fawn, Buncranon and Clummanny. Beautifully hanging baskets and beautiful hanging baskets and flower beds. Donegal flags lining the route, although they might be more for the Ulster champions playing the dubs on Saturday night than for Rory, Big Podrick, Shane Larry or Paul Dunn. Attending a golf tournament is akin to going to an Ulster final anyway, as in Clonus, or a Christy Moore concert in the Great Northern in October. It's a great few days just strolling around the course, or picking a hole to just sit and watch the group of players coming through. We parked up at the 9th and had a great view as Big Paddy, Rory and Graham McDowell came through, and they were in the mix but struggled as the cut loomed. 
with Harrington making a double bogey in the 18th to cut short his weekend. The pressure on the Irish players is immense. Only four made the cut out of 14. Only three have won in 40 years. Probably easier for England to win the World Cup. Saturday brought the South African Eric van Ruin to the fore and would end up 14 under. Four shots clear, Ryan Fox. The man with the all-black dad and cricket granddad, Merv Wallace. Great sporting credentials. Jochen Lagergen with Englishman Danny Willett and Scotsman Russell Knox a further shot adrift and probably one ear in the England result as they walked round. The home challenge had faded a bit like Russia at the World Cup. The penalty shootout had stimmied local enthusiasm much like Rory's putt and moves. Harrington's main games are McDowell's mid-American drawl. And even worse, England had done a job in the IKEA merchants. Where was ABBA when you needed them most? The great thing about the Open Weekend is that you bump into loads of people you know as you stroll around the course. Many you haven't seen for many years. On the Friday we met up with the deer hunter Neil Geller, who was marshalling at the 17th, and his lady friend Aisling, who I recall from her days serving as pints in the bar at Dunfanny Golf Club. Her mother was there along with a thespian from Chrysler Drama Group, Ellen Druce, a Dungannon woman domiciled in the hills and apparently reads this piece every week, no doubt searching for inspiration for John Doak for their next play. The Mucky Shramblers are well represented of Mehal Murray strolling along in the sun and then we met Patsy McVicker and son Neil and his wife from Athen Rye, the Clahanili connection strong as ever. The evening finished up with Nathan Carter performing on the Glacidi stage and his rendition of My Donegal brought the house down. It was just a wonderful day. International golfers playing in the middle of Inishowen, live in Sky, and RTE pictures beaming around the world, and a Liverpool Irish singer wooing the crowd. My feet may wander a thousand places, but my heart will lead me back to My Donegal. Saturday unexpectedly brought rain as the big South African blew the field away and England did the same to Ikea. Russia calved in the penalties as did Cork to Tyrone in the qualifiers but Kildare showed the victory over Mayo was no fluke and made the Super 8s. Out in the course we met up with Joe Logan and Johnny Kelly, two men who could make a football talk and probably had a little white golf ball as well. In the Gulf Ireland tent we met up with the Amyville Barry general manager at Galway Bay Golf Resort, slightly struggling to get the message across that Galway Bay was every bit as Ballyliffin as everyone was watching the England-Sweden game in the middle of a downpour. Sunday brought the curtain down on a great weekend's golf with the Titan being Van Ruins to lose, but golf like football is definitely not an exact science. It's what makes sports so fascinating. Will Donegal repeat their 2014 victory over the Dubs in Croke Park on Saturday? Will England drive us all over the edge and bring football home on Sunday? Or could we, James Brogan, win another captain's present on Fanny before he hangs up his clubs? That's what makes sports so intriguing and the opium of the masses. Van Ruin would drop away in the final day and it was left to the Scotsman Russell Knox and the Kiwi Ryan Fox to provide an exhilarating finish befitting a great tournament. Contrasting fortunes for the two golfers. Fox would miss a 10-footer for birdie in the 18th, which had won it for him, and Knox sunk a 40-footer to set up a playoff, and the drama was only beginning as both played the first playoff hole in regulation, 
albeit knocked Strelier lucky after flirting with a fairway bunker. But then he sunk another 40-foot putt, and Fox missed to hand the title to the Scotsman. It was spectacular stuff in front of almost 30,000 crowd, part of the 100,000 who flooded through the gates of Ballylithan that week in July.